0: Hey everybody and welcome back to the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast. My name is Anthony. And my name is Chris. Hey Chris. Hey buddy. What's up? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing alright. Doing alright. Doing alright. Just enjoying the lovely uh, pink sunset. I don't know if you can see it from where you're at, but... um, I cannot. We had a fire. Uh, There was a controlled burn in one of the parks around here. I saw the smoke. Anyone who doesn't know, we live in Texas, and there's a lot of dust in the sky sometimes, especially during the the windy months. And uh, that dust uh, is cl- it's a clay, and uh, it's a red clay. Yeah, and uh, it turns um, the the sunsets pink, which is really yeah. neat. I think. Yeah, so. I've seen I've seen my fair share. Yeah, pretty cool. So, yeah. How about you, man? How was your day? No, pretty good. Pretty good work. I squeezed in a little Christmas shopping. Oh. Yeah, you're never gonna believe what I got you. Is it an Xbox One X? <laughs> no. Okay. The, well, uh, the answer is I didn't. I didn't get you anything. I was going to say. Well, then I will never guess. <laughs> that's all I wanted for Christmas. I'm going to give you my Christmas gift to you is to be the best other host I can be. Aww. to your podcasts. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, I'll be the other host you deserve. <laughs> Not the one I want. No, <laughs> you're never going to get that, buddy. Speaking of what I want. What did we watch, Anthony? We watched the 2017 science fiction crime drama short, Nano. Nano. I got a blurb here. The blurb is, in the near future, nanotechnology administered into the bloodstream can sync with computer apps to augment the human genome. A new Mm -hmm. law mandating and regulating this once elective procedure meets resistance from hacktivists who are conspiring to thwart the impeding rollout of nano version 2.0. I like the word hacktivist. Hacktivist, Because it's a word that (laughs) hacktivists invented, (laughs) right? Like they were like, we need something that sounds cool to describe ourselves. Hacktivist, there you go. My favorite thing that this short gave me, I'm just going to go ahead and tip my little hat here. The word sorcerer. Did yeah. you see how they spelled it? With like source. Yeah. source <laughs> I was like, Oh yeah, baby, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the front that is from Divinity. Because magic right. is called the source in those games. And so the people who use it are sorcerers. Oh. Cool. Yeah. 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 I like it. both both instances. I'm not saying they ripped it off. They might have. Who knows? Who cares? Uh it's still uh still pretty interesting. I liked it. Before we get into like the facts and our opinions, we I'm assuming you watched it on YouTube Just like I did. Mm -hmm. It is available through a service called Dust. Did you look into this service? Uh, A little bit. I am on the watchdust.com website, which I didn't even know existed. No, me neither. And I was uh, clicking around a little bit. And then I found something that one of their theatrical features was a little movie. Seven letters. (laughs) Someone who discovers things. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. Prospect. Oh, was Prospect a Dust film? Yeah, interesting. Interesting. I did not did not know that. It's, so Dust is an app available or a channel. It's unsure. It's an app you can get on like you know Android, iOS, Roku, whatever. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And then it is part of other services like IMDb TV, Peacock, Sling, all of this. So it's not. I don't know. I guess it's not its own streaming service as much as as it is. Attaching itself to other streaming services, which is different. I guess like a channel. Yeah, kind of like a channel. Yeah. But it's all science fiction, Mm -hmm. which is pretty dope. Uh, It's kind of odd that we haven't come across them or been recommended them in any way until we just stumbled. I mean, I literally, I googled the word sci-fi short film 2021, trying to find something to watch for the podcast and stumbled across their YouTube channel where they release shorts and by sort of their videos by most popular and found this one nano with over 36 million views <laughs> on youtube one hundred twenty three thousand thumbs ups and uh, an unknown number of thumbs downs yeah dislikes downs thumb downs <laughs> dislikes yes <laughs> now the, it is actually also available to watch on youtube on the bme films youtube channel bme mm. films are the the people who produced nano they've produced a handful of films they have their own website you can check out there it only has 49 views <laughs> so a lot less people checking out the bme, BME films youtube channel uh, but they got some trailers on there some interesting stuff so and some short films definitely worth checking out if you're into the short film medium but yeah i'll definitely be checking out more of dust's originals um, maybe see if I can get access to their channel slash app slash whatever it is. We'll see. I, I am on one of their s- additional pages, watchjust.com forward slash watch. And they've got a little screen and it's playing mm-hmm. some clips. Uh, I've already seen the Enterprise E, William yeah. Shatner, Face Off, I think the Expanse. And then uh, what also appears to be a galaxy quest. So I guess they also just evolution. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't forget (laughs) evolution. Yes. Thank (laughs) you. you. Forget that. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) uh, such a strange movie. I still don't know what it's about. I've seen it like three times. Uh, (laughs) It's (laughs) great. It's what it is. It's just, it's there for you to go, you know what? Y'all should watch this movie. That's what, (laughs) that's what evolution is there for. (laughs) Sorry. No, 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 no. In the about section on their website, Dust is the sci-fi division of independent studio Gunpowder and Sky. They also have some, besides film, shorts and otherwise, they also have a podcast. Like a drama, or like a science fiction, like fiction podcast. Okay. Yeah, audio dramas, that's what it is. Yeah. They have other brands called Alter, which appears to be a horror themed. Okay. Alter is an ever-expanding platform for the most daring storytellers in the world of horror. Cool. Pretty cool and then they've got another one that's called cut which i don't know anything about it but when you click on their web page the very first image is three old women passing a bog and oh, well, it just says we right. are the next great storytelling company but talk is cheap so check out our work and they have a bunch of board games oh, oh all right yeah interesting so uh i guess send that link i guess I, i'm not yeah, spying that one. it's so. just cut cut.com cut.com <laughs> that's all it is yeah, so shout out—we're just giving these guys free advertising. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure it's going to have a big impact on their bottom line. There, their video only has 46 views, so hey, just saying. Oh well, that's BME—that's that's completely different. <laughs> but yes. Oh, they got. Oh, they have a job opening. Oh, oh, oh. Uh. Is it for an amateur podcast host? Because I've got a resume. Archiving an OTT operations specialist. No, well, nope. Now we've become Indeed. All right, moving on. <laughs> so this is, it's obviously a short film. It doesn't have as much exposure as even some of the B-movies that we watch. I do have IMDb stats. Did you find out any other aggregate websites? No, but I can look a little further. Well, while you're looking, double-checking, on IMDb, NaNo, the 16-minute short, has 337 ratings. Coming in at 6.4 out of 10. It's got a median score of six. Above average, seems to be the impression, but not fantastic. All right, did you find Nano anywhere else? No. No. All right, so that's what we got. Them's the facts, that's the blurb. There's a little, I guess we've talked about the production company more than we've talked about any other production company. (laughs) So (laughs) since I found this and picked it out, why don't you grace us with your thoughts and opinions? My initial thoughts and opinions, interesting. It's very, very interesting. The first thing you should know, dear listeners, is that if you do intend to watch this short film and you go onto the YouTube channel for Dust and you search for Nano, just know that there is a scantily clad woman on the coat. Like the, the, the still images of a girl taking off her coat and she's wearing provocative underwear. Just a heads up. The thumbnail is the word you're looking for. Yeah, yeah, thank you. One of our listeners suggested a movie for us a long time ago. Uh, What happened to Monday? And when they suggested it, one of the things that they talked about was, like, this is a movie about government overreach, right? Because it's about restricting Mm -hmm. restricting access to the amount of kids that you can have. You have to wear, like, a bracelet that tracks you all the time, you know, whenever you leave your home. And so I got a lot of vibes from that in this short film. Now, I do think that they—I think this came out first, 2017, as opposed to 2018 or whenever— what happened to Monday came out. I don't think there's any overlap there, any sort of influence. I just similar themes. It's not an uncommon theme, sure. It, but it had a lot. It had a lot of like the advanced tech, the idea that the government mandating you to get a essentially a microchip installed in your body, which allows them to do all sorts of things to you without your permission. Now they uh, there's an interview going on between um, a newscaster. And uh, I believe April Graves was her name. And then Phil Leary, played by Brittany Richards and Lindsay Ginter, respectively, where they're arguing, essentially, this is about to get a little political, but the whole Roe versus Wade, essentially, where this lady is like, well, the government, like, this is good for everybody. And he's like, well, you're the government's essentially telling me what I can and can't do with my body. And so, you know, we don't like that. And this is already after they kind of just gloss over The fact that they repealed the Second Amendment at some point. So there's a lot of political themes in this film that, I mean, were definitely put there for a reason. I don't think they're necessarily, like, shoving it in our face, like, their agenda, if anyone has one in this. But, uh, no, I thought the themes were pretty interesting. I think all the actors did a pretty good job. I don't know how I would feel if the government would just one day pass a law that said, this is mandatory. You have to install this microchip so we can have these little nanomachines that float around in your bloodstream. And if you're acting a fool, I can remotely paralyze you from anywhere in the world. I thought it was an interesting concept. I mean, there's definitely some government overreach there for sure. Uh, But the idea that this isn't like it was once an elective procedure, right? Because I think that that's the thing that they talk about. Like, this is something that you could do. And that's not, I wouldn't say that that's not too far away. I think, you know, it's 2021 now. It's about to be 2022 the next big, I think, human evolution will be digital because it's just—it makes more sense. The smarter sure. we get, the more advanced our technology gets, the more it's going to interface with us. Cybernetics—I don't think they're too far away. Maybe twenty years. No, I think that uh, I really enjoyed it. It wasn't too long. It was fourteen minutes and how long? Well, fourteen minutes and thirty-three seconds. Kind of. Yeah, it's yeah. actually longer on BME's YouTube channel because they don't speed up the credits. Oh, so it was okay. about 16 minutes, 17 minutes total. The Dust YouTube channel did speed the credits up substantially. Okay. no I thought it was great. I thought it was well shot. I thought all the tech was cool like the cell phones essentially being <sighs> yeah. like a a metal rectangle and then like a pane like a pane of some kind of pla- glass or plastic and I have, I have issues with that. I have issues every time, because this, I don't think this is even the first time we've had this conversation on the podcast, um, because I believe it was first in Iron Man 2, might have been the first one, but Tony Stark has the little, like, piece of glass, mm-hmm. and that's his phone, his touchscreen and all that, and you can see through it, like, no one wants a phone that people sitting in front of you can see what you're doing on it. I mean, I, I want to clear... Piece of glass is a cell phone. No, no, you don't. Because then, yeah, and then someone sitting across from you can just see everything read, you're looking up or doing. They can read backwards. They can... I mean, that was that was the, in this film. They did that where we could see what they were clicking on from behind it. <laughs> it was a cool little effect. But I could see at the very least, look, we're all guilty of being in meetings and checking Discord messages or Reddit or Facebook or something. And now everyone's going to know what you're doing. And it's just. It's not, it's not good, man. It's not good. Clear screens are no good. Maybe you shouldn't do what you shouldn't be doing when you shouldn't be doing it. Or else you'll get remote paralyzed. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Your boss just sits across from you like, he's looking at Reddit again. <laughs> they can see that you're queuing up and downloading the newest Sci-Fi <laughs> Wise Guys podcast episode instead of paying attention to whatever yeah. two hour long meeting <laughs> that should have been an email you're stuck in. Definitely. Yeah. How about you? What'd you think? I liked it. It was enjoyable on the BME YouTube channel. It actually calls it a concept film, which I definitely get that vibe. It's a little open-ended, right? Like we have a complete story with Zoli's character. We understand who she is, what she's doing, her motivation very, very quickly. She has a, a struggle with an antagonist and then she has an ending. So we got a complete story, but the overall story of the world and the the sorcerers, quote unquote, and the the government overreach, that's all all still ongoing. So I think calling it a concept film is pretty accurate. The acting is good. The effects are pretty good. What little there had to be was was done very, very well. Kind of noir feeling. A little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely some Blade Jogger vibes. Yeah. yeah, A little bit of Blade Jogger vibes. And I mean, every you know... (laughs) it takes place at night so it's really <laughs> easy to get that light sheen on everything and suddenly we're cyberpunk i liked the the idea of the old white man arguing for bodily autonomy against the younger non-white woman who's <laughs> arguing against bodily autonomy that i don't think you didn't mention you mentioned that they had that argument but just that that extra layer to it and the imagery to it was pretty interesting yeah i appreciated that quite a bit for it essentially being a newscast that was exposition to get us into <laughs> where we're at. I don't really have, I mean, I really don't have anything negative to say. I mean, it's the actors do a good enough job. I think that the 6.4 and IMDb is probably a little low. I think this is a solid seven and a half. Uh, I think the only, only way that would get it higher to get it into the eight, nine range would be to have, I guess, uh, just a little bit more. Like if I had two extra minutes to this short film... Maybe flesh out Danny, played by Bayardo de Mergoya. Mergoya? Sorry if I mispronounced that. Just kind of flesh out his character. Like, they've targeted him, but is it just opportunistic? Is there a reason they've targeted him? I think uh, you're thinking that- of Ross. Ross? Roth, Roth. Roth well, is the guy. Danny? He's the driver. They look the same on IMDb. Well, mm-hmm. Se- Sebastian Valentin mm, Stenhoek. Sten- I don't know how to do the O with the slash through it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I believe he is like a part owner of the production company. Oh, he is a film. He is a director. Yes. Like if you look at his IMDb page, it says like, gonna... uh, director, actor and editor. Well, then I, I don't remember. Either way, <laughs> the guy who played the antagonist, the antagonist in the film could have used a little bit more fleshing out. I mean, we get that he's a scumbag. Is he an antagonist? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they I mean, he's a. a special agent in a department of the government that is being accused of massive overreach he is obviously okay with bending the law breaking the law when it suits him as we see sure, sure. and then he immediately uh, spoilers for this 16 minute thing they all should all go watch i mean he gives zoli the 2.0 upgrade against her will in order to, you know, paralyze her, <laughs> I feel pretty safe calling him a scumbag. I don't know how you feel about it, coward. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just a little bit more fleshed out. Sure. I mean, maybe a teeny bit more on Zoli as well. But uh, no, overall, I think I think it's pretty good. I think it's if you're into science fiction, especially these the kind of the short film, the the bite sized kind of vignette science fiction. This is uh, this is pretty good. Yeah. It's fun. It's quick. It doesn't really drag. I didn't notice anything that like I think there's always that part of any film, whether it's a it's a feature film or it's a short film is there's there's always um, like wasted space or uh, empty space. Maybe would be the proper term where it's just the movie's just going and there's stuff that's happening in the film. And we're just like, man, why do we have this? Uh, and I didn't feel like that. I mean, there may have been some stuff where I might have preferred less of the the television interview, which serves which serves a purpose, you know. Absolutely. Maybe less time of that, and maybe more time of Zoli and uh, Danny in the car together. Like maybe like maybe they're just like, all right, this like I mean, they kind of do it a little bit. Like this is the guy we got to target, but they could have said something like, yeah, he's responsible for X, Y, and Z. So mm, now instead yeah. of just two random vigilantes. Assaulting activists? How how dare you, hacktivists? <laughs> uh, uh, ass- assaulting a federal agent <laughs> 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 in his home? They break an inner. They well first they um she she assaults a woman right she she assaults she and then she, and then she breaks. Uh, she's a woman she's <laughs> well, a true, person but we're getting context to to why she's assaulting that particular woman no no I'm just I'm just saying she is no it doesn't need any context she assaults a woman she breaks and enters into a person's home she assaults the owner of that person's home and then steals trade secrets like this we are bordering on corporate espionage like this lady is a criminal are yeah. we sure that Roth is the antagonist <laughs> all right <laughs> that's the way you want to play this huh no, no, no. Yes, I'm 100 sure that Roth is the antagonist look, because Zoli's our main it's, character. It's not obvious at first, <laughs> but about halfway through, look, I'm not disagreeing that he's a bad guy, but is he the antagonist? <laughs> yes, he's, yes, he is. He was, he was, he was assaulted in his own home. I'm <laughs> just saying, someone broke into my home under false pretenses. They, they didn't break in. She asked she, if she could come in, and he said yes oh is she a vampire <laughs> <laughs> she can't come inside unless she says so well he was that's blocking the, the door rule? and she asked that's just being polite man do you not Fair ask enough. before you walk into someone's home no or get or you just you just walk in you're just like well, I just, this door's unlocked I, I, I assault someone that they think is coming and then pretend to be that person and then I but, break mm, in <laughs> grandma you've sure changed quite a, quite a bit since the last time I've seen you shut up and give me a sandwich <laughs> <laughs> No, overall I would I would recommend this, it, especially since it's free. It's hard to not recommend something that's free. I think it's worth the price of subscription, which is free. So, which is free. Maybe an <laughs> ad if it plays on your YouTube, yeah. I'm definitely going to be checking out more of Well Dust's service if I can and if if I can't and even if I even if I can, I'm definitely going to be checking out more of their YouTube channel. I have subscribed. And I'll be checking out more of their short films. Maybe more will show up on the podcast. The one thing that we haven't talked about, we've kind of alluded to, I guess, but mandatory nanites. <laughs> so the government can control your body. Are you in or out? I'm out. I'm out on anything that's mandatory. Like, And, it, and it's not, this isn't a thing. It's topical. This isn't a COVID thing. Because there's a difference between saying this is a vaccine mandate that could possibly save your life in the event that you catch a horrible virus sure right and keep can save other people's lives because now you're less likely to yeah sure whereas hey this is something that we can use like like this is this is the conspiracy theorists greatest fear come to fruition that's exactly what it is like, oh, this will help you because it'll get you connected and you'll be able to communicate with other people. And, and blah, we can blah, turn blah, you off. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. No, I'm out. <laughs> I'm totally out on that. I don't want it. OK, so I'm with you. And I don't think anyone would be like, oh, yeah, I want something where the government can just turn my body off. That's cool. <laughs> Taking it a step back, the the version 1.0, where it's just cool apps and things you can do. He heals quick. She changes her hair color on on a whim. That type of thing, like obviously, we see in the opening moments that it could be hacked. I don't know if it would be that easy or not, but I mean, would you be on a voluntary basis open to something like that? Oh yeah, man, totally. Yeah, if I could get these knees repaired, I'm in. (laughs) Cyborg meet up. (laughs) They're just like, oh yeah, we're gonna. It'll be able to go through and repair all the broken parts of your body. Oh really? Yeah. Word. Is (laughs) let's do it. Is (laughs) there replace my knees with some plates? Let's. uh, I'll do it. Is there a release form? I don't understand. <laughs> You're like, so. I'll sign it in blood. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I have a... a this is going to be slightly off topic. It's about some of the actors. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's chat. Sebastian Valentin Stenho. Assuming I'm pronouncing his name correctly. I don't know anything about this guy, but I did happen to Google image search him. And it pulls up an image of him, several images of him with a young woman, Kandala Rashad. Okay. Don't know who that is. I looked her up on Wikipedia. She's fairly... Pro- um, I wouldn't say prolific or famous, but she's been in some stuff. She's been on stage a lot. She starred opposite Orlando Bloom in a Broadway production of Romeo and Juliet. I thought that was kind of neat. I think she is dating this guy. Sure. So Con- Kandala Rashad is the daughter of Ahmad Rashad, which is a, f- <laughs> a sportscaster. So I just want to point out to anyone who, uh, who's been following along all the sports metaphors that i do on our podcast that it's not me i don't do this they just happened like sports and making a couple of assumptions all the time but okay it says Kondala Kanda, rashad's fiance and it's just this dude <laughs> so cool you know what i have to say about that the, the outro <laughs> if y'all have any suggestions for other <laughs> movies shorts television shows that we should watch and review for the podcast, please send them our way. Our email is sci-fiwiseguys at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on social media at sci guys on Twitter and Instagram. We also have the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast group on Facebook. If you liked what you heard, we appreciate if you share, share us with your friends. The best advertisement for any indie podcast is just word of mouth. And if you've run out of friends, go through your list of enemies and make sure you let them know we exist. We appreciate it. And if you really, really liked what you heard and you got to go the next step, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash sci-fi wise guys, become a patron, get access to episodes early and maybe even listen to some of the things I was talking about in this pod that Anthony's going to cut. So (laughs) yes, but stay healthy, stay hydrated and, um, you know, don't commit B and E's. Yeah. I was going to say if they send an escort you don't recognize, don't let her in your house. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Don't order escorts. Yes, that's that's yeah, the there be- it is. we that's found. The- we found the advice of this. That's episode. what it is. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> convoluted see this is related to sports no no i'm just no i I wasn't saying it was related to sports i was just saying that the sports and science fiction intersect all the time sure it's not me i don't do that you do it (laughs) actually (laughs) um it's kind of your thing teen wolf werewolf basketball hello (laughs) shut up